So, alright guys, we gotta get this one right. On three, we're gonna say welcome back to our extraordinary thoughts, but on their mind. One, two, three. Welcome back to our extraordinary it's that ordinary podcast with the extraordinary thoughts that tells you to stop being great and be extraordinary. I'm your host, Demetrius Thicke, and also known as Meech Speaks. And this time around, this time around, with everything that's going on and the amount of times I've seen y'all go live, the amount of posts that y'all been posting, all of these things have just been, I, I wish I would have invested in Instagram back before Facebook bought it. Because this social media thing has really evolved. And I remember there was a time when everybody would say, oh, you're always on social media. You're always on social media. Social media is just this. But when you talk about social media, one thing that you need to understand is that there's no rules to social media. And I couldn't, I couldn't do this episode without bringing the social media expert on. I couldn't do this episode without bringing on the social media. She didn't even break the rules to social media. She created her own rules to social media. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Nikki Saunders. <laughs> what's poppin', people? What's poppin'? But what's going on? How you doing today, Nikki? Oh, I'm blessed. I'm super blessed. How are you? I'm doing magnificent. I'm doing magnificent. Now, for those, you're in New York, yes? I, from New York, I live in Virginia and stuck in Virginia because it's coronavirus stuck. <laughs> this virus honest to god this virus has really just changed the whole way of everything i hope to god that summer opens back up i really do i'm i'm i i feel like the summer is going to be different it will be open it but it will be different <laughs> I you know that. my kids came up to me talking about you know what we doing for easter i'm like what you mean what we doing for easter easter cancel we right cancel like, what, what, what we doing? Oh. Go, go back in the house. Go back in the well, house. Look, E sent me a, a video of a bunny rabbit on a scooter that passed by his crib just saying, like, Happy Easter, and then went back on his little scooter and just roamed away to the other. It was crazy. I was like, oh, yeah, we we in different times now. We're in different times. Definitely are. And, you know, I'm so happy, to be honest with you, I'm so happy to be able to just be alive for it because okay. this is – than that we gonna be able to talk about for generations, for Ooh. generations. You ain't. That's not a lie, cause I don't think we'll ever see something like this. Like, prayfully, hopefully, never have to see anything like this again. I mean, I mean, cause this has been different. When it first started, I was like, "This, okay, okay, you've been ready. You've been waiting on this. Like, this is zombie apocalypse. This is exactly how it gets started. Like, <laughs> you know, having the canned food this whole time. We ready." You know, I've been had toilet paper. I ain't about to go out nowhere. Right, right. And I'm pulling cans out and stuff like that, like stream beans. Okay, we can work with that. Pork and beans. Okay, we can do something with that. Right, right. Vienna sausages. All right. I mean, it's yeah, been I can't, I can't, I can't say I was as prepared as you, but I feel what you're saying. I can't say I was prepared as you. I didn't, I didn't really see something like this really affecting my life this long. But we good. You know, I even rewatched the entire series of Walking Dead just to, you know, refresh my memory. To remind you how, how it's supposed to be. You got to get in the right mindset. Oh, I get it. I get That's why we have people like you. That's why we have people like you. Well, one thing I have noticed is the influx of people on social media. Like, I used to have ghost followers that I didn't even know was mm -hmm. following me. And they just, like, we were following each other. Now they're going live. They're posting more. Mm -hmm. And... One thing that you do is helping personal brands be impactful and influential virally through content and social media. Yep. And that right there, like, like what made you see the gem in social media instead of the joke of social media? So, I mean, for, for me, I realized that social media was something that it, it was just the wave, right? We're, we're getting away from not, completely but we were getting away from events and gatherings physically and we were more on our phones and laptops more than ever due to technology right so instead of looking at it in when it first started like oh this is this is just another thing that's going to pass or anything like that 
Um, I look at it as just like, you know, we don't need permission for anything anymore. We don't need permission to start a TV show, to start a radio show. We don't need to start our own magazines. We don't need permission anymore because we can create YouTube series. We could create podcasts and we could create blogs on our own, on these platforms that are given to us, you know? So like I took it as, yo, this is something that we could create our own wave with. This is a platform, but this is just a platform to create our own lane, to create our own image and have people watch us. Absolutely. And so once I embraced that, like everything, everything just fell in place. Absolutely. You know, it's so crazy. And I love the fact that you said, you know, radio shows, talk shows, because it really has switched the gears mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. I mean, the Pickett Smith has the, you know, the table talk. That's a talk show. Yep. Like this is no longer are we turning on channel two or channel channel four to watch Oprah, Ellen, or any of those things. You could really just go on Facebook, IGTV, and watch a series. Right. I remember being a child and saying that I always wanted to be on the radio. I didn't put them two two and two together that you got a podcast. You, yeah. You like you made on the radio. You on we go and we'll search for your station. We'll search for your your show. I mean, this is what it is right now. And it doesn't take much to create that. It takes us to be on these platforms. It takes us to promote it on these platforms. Like Jada, like you said, Jada got the the Facebook watch show, the the table talk show. We all know Jada could have been on TV. Easily. Easy. No, no problem. And probably would have gotten a few people to watch TV all over again. But what did she do? She was like, yo, everybody's, everybody's on, on social media. Why take their attention away when I could just be in front of their face right where they are right now? We know that the phones and laptop is where everybody is. That's not going to change. We're just in this moment of time that this is where our attention is. And so let's create content. Let's create attractive things that are people are going to want to look forward to watching instead of being the consumer and watching it on other platforms. Oh, I love that one right there. That's it right there. And, you know, it's so crazy because think about how many hours does somebody spend on social media, okay. on Instagram, on Facebook, mm -hmm. on Twitter. I don't got a Twitter. I, I, I just I tried to tweet. but my I, my, I got about the vocabulary of the third uh, third grade, <laughs> and I'm reading at an eighth grade reading level. All so right. my vocabulary ain't as robust. It constantly just be typing. I got to go on Google, ask what this word is, bring that back. Yeah. It's so easy for me to say it than it is for me to just have to constantly spell it out. That's what it is. It's my and, spelling. And look, but that's fine because you know your your talents and your non-talents. You know, Absolutely. so you don't necessarily have to be on a platform that you don't feel comfortable with. Because what does that mean? That means you're not going to be consistent. So you were like, bump that. I'm not going to do Twitter. Cool. That's one less thing you have to worry about. That might grow organically based off how good you do on your other platform. So it doesn't even matter. And, uh, and uh, speaking of that right there, like just mm -hmm. doing something that does not come natural. Mm -hmm. You see personal brands. And that's one thing that I think is the blessing within the coronavirus yep. is that with all this quarantine time, ain't nobody going anywhere. I remember Saturday used to be one of my least engagement times because everybody's outside and everybody's doing something, but now everybody's inside. Yeah. So with personal brands, as a personal brand, you going to launch a YouTube channel. You want to have a Facebook. You want to have an Instagram. But mm -hmm. the issue is, is that everybody has it. And because everybody has it, I see everybody else having it. So I should have it too. Mm -hmm. And I and I'm not making the exact same marks that they're making. And right. maybe this for me. So, I mean, and that's the thing. We're, we're chasing behind somebody when you should be just running your own path, right? So the, the thing is, this is an amazing time, right? Because like you said, all the attention is on social media. Amazing time. Um, granted, it came and why it came is, horrible but think about it this is the best time to really get people to understand who your name is 
like understand what your content is about, right? Because there's no like, uh, I don't have time. Well, you have time. Uh, people are not on when I'm on. No, they are. So what are you going to do about it? But it's also really finding who you are as a personal brand during this time. So this is where you're going to be trying out like, okay, am I an introvert or an extrovert? Am I good at videos? Am I good at audio? Am I good at written? Like, let's try all of them. I know I'm not, I don't really rock with that. Oh no, I could do that here and there. No, this is it for me. You know, it's finding yourself within this whole time that is crucial, right? Because once you find who you are as a personal brand, when it comes to either being introvert, either being extrovert, what kind of content is going to allow me to express myself, you could do that consistently because that's natural. Like a lot of people are just in industries, are in different niches that they're just saying, you know what, this has been working. The Rolex and the and the Versace robes in the, the Rolls Royce with the videographer, you know, that's been working. I'm going to do the same exact thing. Cool. You're going to be broke. Absolutely. Um, and and you're you're not only going to do that maybe once a, once a year. <laughs> Bravo. Bravo. How did that feel? Did you like the lights on the Rolls Royce? That was fire when you saw that once once that year, right? It's not it's not realistic. Create a lifestyle that's realistic for you because there's other people who are looking forward to it. There are other people who haven't started, who haven't like I don't even know what it is to turn on a camera. Some people like I'm too camera shy, and you saying. You know what? I was camera shy. You know what? I said, bump it. I'm going to turn on this camera and just talk to you guys. I don't care if it's one person. I don't care if it's thousands and millions of people. I'm going to just talk to the one person who had that same struggle as I did. And that message could hit hundreds, thousands, and millions of people. But if you was to concentrate on just that one person, watch what happens. Because that one person alone can tell four, can tell 10, can tell many people. But so many people are so concentrating on trying to talk to millions of people where they're forgetting about even catering to that one person that followed them in the first place. Man, you know, and that right there, it's just, it just, it goes back to just being relatable. Mm -hmm. You know, being from Detroit, Michigan, I could never, I felt like I could never relate to the businessman. I could never, because that's not what I'm seeing on a regular basis. Right. You know, the businessman in my eyes is ghost from power. You know, not not ghost running the nightclub, ghost selling, you know. New right, right. So the thing is, absolutely. You know, and when I thought about that, you know, the people that I would see, they would have minks on, they would have this on, they would be dressed real nice. So mm -hmm. in order to speak to the people like me, I would have to be like that. And you can even hear it in the music. Mm -hmm. You know, like the music is always relatable because this is exactly where you're from. This is what you grew up with. Absolutely. Now switch gears being in the military. When I, when I started, I was thinking to myself, like, who would I talk to? Who mm -hmm. is the person that would listen to me? And I thought about it and I was just like, think about you back then. Mm -hmm. What message did you want to hear? How did you want to see that person? What is that person? Be relatable to the person that you needed the most. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times that person right there is somebody that's looking at you right now. Facts. And it normally starts with you. People think so out of the box for some reason. And normally we're just trying to talk to people who are just like us or who were like us or came through the same uh, struggles, same experience, experiences, same lifestyles. Like we don't need to think outside the box because we have to master who we were first. Oh. You know, what What did we need? What What would have inspired us? What would have motivated us? What would have entertained us? What would have educated us at that time that we needed, right? Um, and just putting that out there because you went through a different experience than anybody else. Not, it may have been similar. You, you like you said, you, uh, Detroit, and then you went to, to the military. Okay, there's other people from Detroit who went to the military. But your route was different than maybe that other person's route. Their struggles were different than, than, than your struggles. And people need to hear it because 
maybe not the whole journey that people can relate to, but there'll be parts that they're like, yo, I really rock with my man because I don't feel alone in that particular part. Oh, and that's it right there. You know, so you always hear like a lot of great, a lot of great songs, a lot of great messages. And the person says like, who are you talking to? And they say, I was actually talking to me. You know, I was telling myself that message. I right. was actually, it was a conversation between me. I was trying to tell myself, that's what you need to do. That's why you need to do it. This is why you're in this situation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, one thing that it, it comes back to is just self-mastery, just like what you said. Mm -hmm. You know, sometimes, you know, you just need to just tap into yourself, you know, oh. rather than worry about, you know, rather than worry about somebody else and how they're doing it. The reason why you probably not pushing it, the reason why you're not excelling in it is because you haven't even tapped into yourself yet. You don't even know what you are. You don't even know what you want. You don't even know how you're supposed to be doing it. I mean, but so you have to think about it like this. Like a personal brand is you, right? And so if there is brand confusion, it's because you don't know who you are. So if your posts don't really determine who you are, like if somebody goes on your social media and they don't know what exactly you're trying to say, do, whatever, that means somewhere internally you don't know it either. So you have to really figure out, like, what are my talents? What are my non-talents? Am I truly doing something that is not, is not really my talent, is not really my gift? Like, I know for me, because I'm very self-aware of myself, details are not the greatest thing for me right so writing out a whole big blog would not be my special like so but there's people who in my industry have made six figures off of blogs that's cool that's for them i can't do it not that i can't that's something i can't naturally do right so what do i do i work within what is a talent for me which is uh, motivating people to understand who they are. Storytelling is something that I'm very good at, right? So I take those particular strengths, those particular talents, and I go all in on that one. And my non-talents, I kind of leave it alone. If I can improve on them somehow, some way down the line, an opportunity will come for that, right? Or I will give that to a teammate. Like, I won't try to take it upon me. I recognize my non-talents and I'll give it to somebody else. But what a lot of people tend to do is like, okay, this is what's trending in the industry. I need to do exactly like that. Well, that's because you don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. So I feel as if I have to, like I said, the Rolls Royce and all that great stuff. You're not really accepting your own lifestyle. You have to accept your own lifestyle for people to buy into who you are. You can't, if you don't buy into your own self, if you always have to fix it or try to portray it as something else, then you can't get other people to buy into what you're trying to fake self because it's not really who you are. That's why it's so important to, to know even the littlest things. As like I said, are you an introvert and extrovert? That plays the biggest role. Because that determines how you're going to brand yourself. Like there's introverts out there trying to be on camera when their talent needs to be on camera and not necessarily them. Like some people who I, I follow this, uh, this uh, painter, right? And he'll be doing like different canvases and all you'll see is the art in his hands. Oh, and that's all you'll see, do, do, do. And then you'll like you'll see the progress of it, the whole journey of making it, and then the final product, right? Or you'll see a silhouette of him putting it on the box and shipping it out. You won't see him, you know? And that's a true introvert because my man, you will never hear him speak. You will never see his face because he's not the talent. His work is the talent. His gift is the talent. And he knows that and he knows, you know what, video is truly taking over the world right now. But I can't be on video like that. I can't explain it and everything like that. But not to say that what I do cannot be documented. What I do cannot be shown 
to everybody in the world. So let me do that in my own way. And it's finding that own way that's going to really like cannibal you to like the next level. Oh, you know, and, and I, that right there, it says so much because I know an introvert. And I always tell her, like, yo, like, you should have a YouTube channel. People will relate to you. You got so much that people will want to hear. And she's like, I just can't get in front of camera. I can't do this. And I'm just like, oh, like, I really wish that you could. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times, and, and, and she's just not the only one. There's so many people that have such extraordinary talents. Mm -hmm. But it's, it's crazy when you turn a camera on in front of somebody or you put a mic in front of somebody. And mm -hmm. then all of a sudden, they can't. The things, the, the, gen, the genuine conversation that we were just having, yeah. it's not there no more. Oh, because the, it's, it's a fear. It's a fear that they think that. And the crazy thing is, like, when creating content, that's really an introvert vibe, to be honest with you. If you really think about it, like, what we're doing here is a little bit extrovert because we're talking, it's me and you, right? But if it was just me, I'm going like this, it's just me and my phone. It's not me and anybody else. It's me and my phone. When you're doing the podcast by yourself, it's you and the mic. It's not anybody else. If somebody taking if you're taking pictures, it's you and the camera. Like it's you and whatever it is you're creating this content from. That's not an extrovert. Extrovert talks to people. You know, goes on stage, be around parties. It's, it's life of the party thing. So the funny thing is that some extroverts actually struggle when it's just the camera because it's no interaction there's no one you can't there's no energy right 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 there's no energy right but that's why i think there's a confusion because introverts think that okay i need to um i, I need to do something else and video isn't for me well you haven't tried it with the with taking the expectation that it's going to hit the masses Figure it's just going to hit your camera first. It's going to hit the mic first. It's going to hit the pen first. That's all it's going to do. But extroverts actually struggle doing the camera joint because it's only me and the camera. And how am I going to get energy? How am I knowing am I doing something right or wrong? How do I know this is, that's why there's a lot of stop and start. Like, oh, that didn't sound right. That didn't sound right. No, oh, no, that didn't sound right again. Like that, because we're not vibing off of any kind of energy. So I think introverts really just overplay social media and overplay um, content creation and think that it's such an extrovert world. When you break it down, it's really their world. Is there a cam is there a camera in here? Because everything for, for real, because everything that you just said down to the stopping the the stop and start right. that's me in here. Right. I. Doing, when I first started podcasting, it would take me 30 minutes just to do my intro because mm -hmm. I couldn't, the intro didn't sound right. The intro didn't feel right. Or I didn't, I said something and I just wasn't feeling it and I would have to start it back over or mm -hmm. especially on camera. I I told somebody, they was like, wow, you know, your intros be so good. I was like, I wish you could see the bloopers. There's about 50 of them. 50. It's about 50. Absolutely. But when I get in front of people, it's as if like I can see my words just start to paint a picture and I can see, I can feel the crowd. I can look at people. I, and that energy is something that I just feed off of and mm -hmm. I can get caught up in the moment. So when you said that, it was just like a, like a light bulb literally just went off. No pun intended to the low, but it was literally like, <laughs> like a light bulb just went off. Like, dang, that's literally what I'd be feeling like. That's, that's what it is. That's what it is. And, and, and it's funny because as, as extroverts, we're always like, yo, this is going to be easy. Boom. Just turn on the camera. And it's not. It really isn't. Where an introvert could probably kill it if they just got the fear out of their mind. But some of them are just like. Uh, uh, they think uh, somebody's in there uh, with them. Right. Like, no, it's no one but you. It's really no one but you. Even if you have a videographer and all, yo, tell them to leave. Tell them to leave. To get them set up and then let them press record and tell them to leave. I promise you, you will feel so much better when you realize it's just you and that camera. Now, for the extroverts, mm -hmm. you know, for people like me, right? Because I've been, because I've been imagining. Because I'm gonna stop acting like I'm this for somebody else. This for me. This All for right, me. let's go. This for me. Now, for for me, 
Mm-hmm. I have to imagine there's somebody else in the room with me. So that way it feels like as if I'm talking to somebody. Mm-hmm. So for, you know, when you pick it up on that energy and you feed off that energy, how do how do we make that type of content? How do we still be able to deliver in that type of manner? What are some ways that we could do it? So one way that I I noticed that has been working and I even tried for myself was um, putting up a live right behind the camera. Like, so you can still see the the comments come in. You still see the energy, the hearts, everything that you would normally get. Um, I will go live and then record you speaking in front of it. So, like, here's the camera. Like, let's say my hand's the camera and the live's right here, right? So you can still see it, right? But you're still, even though you're looking up at the live, you're still, the camera's still picking up as if you're talking straight to it. So that's one way. Um, really pinpointing the, the talk points, right? Because sometimes as extroverts, we feel like we could do it in one take, mm-hmm. you know? And so, because normally we can't, if it's in person, normally we can, when we have other people, we could do it in one take. There's no, there's no stuttering. There's no second guessing, whatever. Um, I would legitly pick, uh, talk points. And only go in and record that and stop because I can go all in on that one talk point with no problem, like confident, all that great stuff. But when you're saying, all right, let's talk about social media and let's break down Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, all that other stuff. And you want me to go all in on a live or a conversation? Absolutely. I could do that all day. Being the camera. Oh, no, we're going to break this down into now five different uh, talk points. And if that's going to be one video, cool. If that's going to be five different videos, cool. But I have to do things that I know that I'm going to talk one thing, go all in, stop. All in, stop. All in because I could only do so much with the energy that I've reserved for me and nobody else kind of vibe. You know, that makes made sense that's i'm is that supposed to be that that feel like it's supposed to be in a book <laughs> that made sense that's a, that feel like that's supposed to be on amazon like how to by, by nikki right there like and it's so valuable that's that's really what it is it's so valuable and speaking of value one mm-hmm. thing that i feel like you know and it was definitely something that i, I heard you say is bringing value to your mm-hmm. social media especially as a brand brand how are you bringing value to your consumers? And what what does that mean? What does it mean to bring value? So, okay, so let's understand this. Though we start, um, we start brands for two reasons. We either start a brand to impact people or we start a brand to make money, right? Or we have make a brand for both. Neither reason is bad, good, whatever, right? But you have to understand that since there's not a physical interaction, right? We have to build that trust for people who are millions of miles away. Like our message can reach Australia, China, all this different stuff if we play our cards right, right? But the only way that we can really get the attention of somebody is if we add value to somebody. Our products, our services don't necessarily um, add value as much as we think. We have to prove that we are the source of what they need. Because normally our content, our brand normally falls under three kind of categories. That's entertainment, that's education, or that's motivation, right? So normally our brand falls under that type of form, right? And that's why people get on social media, right? We're bored. We want to learn something. We don't feel like getting up from our bed. We need to watch something, you know. There's so many different reasons why we get on social media, but it normally falls under that three type of category, right? Especially during this corona time. Absolutely. We need to get our minds off of reality. So what is best then to add value? What is best then to make the person feel as if they're the hero and not us as the hero, right? 
So you have to understand that the second that we take ourselves out of it and make it about them and make it about how they can get to the next level, how they're already in a position of greatness and that we're just guiding them to the next spot of some way, shape or form, then we get their attention because we're already saying there's nothing wrong with you. We're just wanting to add value to what you already do well. You see what I'm saying? So for, for instance, um, and I, cause I'm such a, a, a hip hop fan, um, these battles that have been happening, if anybody's been on Instagram and been watching all these, uh, producer battles, songwriter battles, DJ battles, things like that, right. That's adding value to the culture because we're so, we can't see these people live. We can't really, um, if we're artists ourselves, we can't just call Neo. We can't call Timbaland and Swiss and be like, yo, can you make a beat for us or anything like that? Right. Can you, can you showcase what you have? So what they're doing is adding value to the culture by saying, look, I'm going to perform my tracks for you with this other person. Boom. Not only does that add value to us because it gets us our minds out of reality and it keeps us entertained, right? That is a sense for they're smart because it's a strategy of let me do some brand awareness, right? Let me get all the, the people in the music industry to say that this battle is happening, right? Plus, let me remind them how good my skills are. Because you got to understand, now everybody's watching what they're doing. And they're like, you know what? I remember this person did a Chris Brown track. I remember that we're in charge of a Mariah Carey. Yo, we need to get you on this. We need to get you on that. So it builds opportunity when you add value, right? It's not just only credibility, but it allows awareness that is going to build opportunities out of this world if you just do what you do and put them first instead of yourself. You know, and, you know, speaking of putting them first instead of yourself, I remember just watching you on CoronaCon, mm -hmm. you know, you said like, you know, your, your, your brand, it has to have a heart. Your social media has to have a heart. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, if you could just, just elaborate a little bit more onto that. So, um, and I think everybody's seen it. So in the beginning, um, and still a little bit now, when this whole COVID-19 is happening, there are brands that are still trying to push their stuff more than ever, because now instead of looking at it as like, yo, let me give them something. They look at it as, oh, you're all here. I can sell you something. Finally, you're here. I can sell you something and understand just the climate of where we're at. This is where I mean, like, you have to have a heart because there's people who who can't pay their mortgage at this moment. There's people who can't pay their bills. There's people who, when this is over, don't know how their life is going to be. What is the rebuild, right? So if there's something that you can add for free to their lives, where it doesn't cost them anything, that it doesn't give them a thought of, okay, do I pay for this or do I pay for that? Like, it's real. Like, there isn't toilet paper in these streets. Like, they shouldn't have paid 10, uh, 20, 30, $40 for your stuff. And then when they finally see, you're so silly. When they finally see toilet paper, they don't even have the means to buy the toilet paper because a week before they bought your stuff because you were all in their face. So I say have a heart by making a shift in your brand. What can you do that would add extra value to people in this time that I'm not saying don't sell them anything, but sell them something in the back end instead of the front end. Do a, a, a different a video series. Do, um, you know, a, a free, give them a free course. Give them free access to something. And then on the back end, sell whatever you're selling with the, the language of, look, I have this. I'm not trying to push it to you, but this is available to you if you want it, you know. Um, I'm going to be doing more and more of these things. I would love for you to just join me, um, share it with your friends. That's all I ever ask, but this is available for you. And when you do that, there's people who are going to buy. Like I did a live just talking about 
of my mastermind. I have extreme branding coming up on Friday, right? Where um, it was supposed to be in LA. I have to postpone it. So now I'm saying, yo, we're going to do a virtual mastermind. I'm going to go one-on-one -on -one with everybody who signed up. I'm going to add extra value to you guys. Um, and there was somebody who was in my inbox like, yo, is it too late to sign up? And I'm like, what? Like, nah, I mean, it's virtual. Like, he's like, yeah, I would love to do it, right? And boom, they signed up. All because throughout the weeks, I'm like, yo, we're just going to go in on these lives. We're just going to talk. We're just going to do this. And then I'm going to make a shift to go virtual. And I'm going to speak about that journey. If you come with a heart and put your money goals aside for a second while this time is happening, they're going to appreciate it and they're going to buy either regardless or when they finally get the means, you're the first person that they look for because you weren't trying to push whatever you had and you just really put them first. Mm, it's like it's like it's like being that friend, you know, that friend that's always there for you. Mm -hmm. Like they, you know, they give you the advice. They always no matter what the situation is, they always have your back. Right. So when you finally like hit the lottery, finally when you have something, that's the first person that comes to mind. Is like, yo, let me take care of my man. Let me take care of him because he's always taking care of me. Right. Relationship so is relationship. Social media isn't anything else. Social media is relationship. The same way that through highs and lows, we expect our friends or family, whatever, um, be there for us. This is what we have to be for people. Just because we're not physically friends doesn't mean you can't treat them as if they were, right? And so if you're wondering why your, your following and, and shares and engagement isn't going up, understand, have you been really creating relationships with these people and have you been consistent in their lives? Don't look at it as, yo, I'm not consistent on social media. No, you're not consistent in people's lives. So that's why they can't really rock with you because you can't commit that you're going to be there when they need you. So when they wake up and they look forward to your content and you're not there, well, then they're going to look for somebody else who's going to really be there. Like, that's just really what it is. We're creating relationships. So everything that we would do for a relationship, we should do that on a virtual kind of sense. Stop taking it as if this is a different kind of vibe. Physical and virtual, real life and virtual is the same thing. We just try to put it as if it isn't just because we can't physically see them. You know, I mean, we could get deep with that if we want to, but I'm just saying. He said we could get deep with that. No, we about to jump off. I really question those people that are just like, yo, my following, my engagement, all that great stuff. I can't. I can't get people to buy my stuff. And I'm like, yo, look into your own relationships. Like, have you been consistent in your own relationships? Like, are people leaving left and right? You don't have that. Like, and I'm not saying everybody needs to have a whole bunch of friends or anything like that. But do you really value the people who are in your life? Like, how would you treat them? Like the people who get on my lives nine out of 10 times, I really know them because I've spoken to them through my lives so much that Yo, what is what is your name? Tell me your name. Troy? Okay, what up, Troy? Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, where y'all at? Like, tell me where. I know where people are at. We're having conversations. I'm showing appreciation in every single time they're commenting, every single time they share. I'm trying to offer as much as I can because I value their relationship. I'm creating relationships. This is a long game. I'm not trying to just get the money. The money's cute. But if you are just there in whole servant mode, right, in in the beginning, it pays out each and every single solitary time. A person who has a tribe of maybe five could pay for all their bills compared to a person who has tens and thousands of, of followers and don't get paid no, no money at all. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather create the relationship and build that out. Because when I do drop something, I know that's guaranteed to sell out instead of building numbers and then hoping that it sell out just because I have mad numbers. You know, I that that right there, 
that right there means so much because I remember I had a conversation with somebody about that. They said that social because of social media is decreasing human interaction and mm-hmm. stuff of that nature. And I mean, I know you've heard it before that, you know, you, you show the, the guy on his phone, vice everybody looking at a newspaper or interacting, but you forget social media. If you take away the media, it's still social. Absolutely. This is still social interaction. I know people that have followed me since day one. Mm-hmm. Back when I had three other Instagram accounts, because this is my third one out of me. Right, right. And they have consistently showed back up. And I I don't watch them meet the love of their life, get married, mm-hmm. have kids. So when I see these people in person, I'm interacting with them like as if I'm interacting with a cousin. Like, mm-hmm. what you acting all shy for? I know you. Right, right. We know each other. Right. You know, and I feel like that right there, like it's and and it's so powerful because you're not just meeting people from your city. You're not just meeting people from the little circle that you have. You have the chance to meet so many people and just really just grow with them, mm-hmm. and, and they grow with you. So I could not agree more with just the overall relationship of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's, and I think people just forget that social part. People mm-hmm. truly forget that social part, and like they'll post and they'll go away. Like my biggest thing is like, yo, you gotta, you gotta really follow the golden rule. Treat others as you would like to be treated. It's the same thing on social media. Treat others as you would like to be treated. If you want to be followed, follow others. If you want people to comment back on your stuff, comment on other people's stuff. You want people to like and share your stuff, do that to the same people. Like, Stop thinking that you're above it. Like, yo, I posted, I put some hashtags. I should have a thousand, a million and one likes. Like, that's cute. But to be honest with you, you're not that deep. Like, you're really not that deep. And that's going to hurt somebody's feelings. And that's cool. But you're not that deep. That the fact that you post and then you walk away and then you come back and just look at numbers. Like, treat others as you would like to be treated and watch your numbers grow when you start doing that. Because you're showing that human interaction through a phone. That's what, I mean, that's just that's just real. That is. That's it. That is, you know, I because of that, I make sure that I go through like if I post a video, I go through the comments and I say something to somebody. Even even if they put a prayer hands, I give them a prayer hands back. Right. If they say something, even if it's I, I I'm gonna be hundred percent. If you give me a whole list of stuff to read. I'll just send it back to you voice memo because I, I can't I can't that's sit back and type away. That. Yeah, that's an extrovert type of way. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> but but I appreciate it so much because it's like, dang, I can't believe you know, and that's one thing that a lot of people need to understand is like, dang, like take a step back and be like, wow, people really listening to you, people really yeah. talking to you. Yeah. You know, like you should value that. Yeah. I mean, it, and that's what I think people take that for granted. I think people take that for granted or people think it's supposed to happen to them. Like I'm on, social, I'm on social media. I'm supposed to get all this. I don't understand where you got such a big head out of nowhere. Like you weren't even, you weren't even like that before, but you get on social media and you think you're supposed to be an instant celebrity when you're supposedly celebrity that you look at, at wasn't an instant celebrity. Oh. Like nothing good ever comes from overnight success. I didn't say, I, oh, go ahead, go ahead. Please. No, 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 you got it, you got it. I, I told, I was talking to one of my Marines, and you know, they was like, oh, you know, like you know, overnight success, and I was like, there's no such thing as an overnight success. Mm-hmm. It just, you just seen it overnight. Mm-hmm. But the same way that you planted that seed, it grew. That oh, person yeah. had been. I remember watching Ha Ha Davis, and he had been doing that seven years prior to us seeing it. Yeah. You see a celebrity like Cardi B. Cardi B, like before she was Cardi B with, you know, Gangster Music, you know, Volume 1 and 2, before she was on Love and Hip Hop, Cardi B was, you know, doing the videos up to here. Yeah. All of that happened. You know, it's not an overnight thing. This thing's grew. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that a lot of people need to understand. Yeah. Um, but the, the great thing about social media is that we do see the, you know, the after effects, right? The thing with that is that people don't understand is you may think it's an overnight success. That's just when they started documenting it. Mm. We're seeing a lot of things now because it's being documented. Not that it hasn't already been going on. It's just now we're seeing a little bit more like 
and I I could bring it even to this. We're noticing a lot of uh, celebrities dying more than ever. Like let let's let's bring it to that. Like we're noticing a lot of more people than ever, and it's not that that wasn't happening before. It's just now there's a camera. Now they're documented. Now their journeys are being shown more and more that we start falling in love with these different types of of rappers, hip-hop, celebrities, all this great stuff that now we're noticing when they leave. Before, you hear that anybody was dying before? They just didn't know of them. Their wasn't as because it wasn't a platform for them to be as big as they should be. Absolutely. When Nips when Nipsey died, I I had to turn my phone on because they showed it over and over and over, and I was just sitting back like I'm out, I'm out, mm-hmm. like turn it off. And that just like you, cause you, that you know, one thing I will say is is that I always listen. I, I wish I would have listened to his music more while he was still here to mm-hmm. watch to listen to the journey. But one thing that I always paid attention to was the knowledge that he gave. You know, if anybody knows me, everybody knows I can go in on it. The the good thing about social media and Nip is that it allowed his message to carry on after. You know, we're we're literally a year from his passing and it still hits people the same way right? And people are learning more and more about him. People are reading the books. People are understanding that what he did to, for the community because of social media. Because now it's like, what's out? Understand, Nipsey had very a strong grip on his brand, right? So there were certain things he didn't let out, right? But now that he's gone, now the good parts that he may be like, look, I'm a true servant. Like, I'm not doing it for the cloud. I'm not doing it. So let me just keep this under wraps. But his legacy now, because of social media, is living on because people are now showcasing it, showing different stages of his life and things like that. So on that type of vibe, social media is really good because it allows people who didn't necessarily have a impact to the world can now have an impact to the world. You know, like offline, I have like one of the stories that I remember and it was like, I'm on my way, I'm in LA because I'm in California right now. So I'm on my way up to LA for a show. And I remember driving and I'm on the way to the show. I got on, you know, this hoodie right here. I got a red beanie on. I got on the 12 force, you know, those are red. Yeah. And I'm driving, you know, and I'm listening to music and stuff like that. And I see like the signs and what sign it says Slauson. And I'm like, Slauson, where have I heard that from? Slauson, 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 mm-hmm. Slauson. Oh, Slauson. Wow. Let me wait a minute. Beat me off. off. Wow. Let me look at my gas real quick. Okay. We are definitely on full. Wow. Right, Get right. Your- Gather you was in the wrong neighborhood, dressed in the wrong attire. Right, right. And and it's so crazy because I was listening to Nip the whole time on my way there, and it didn't click. And I'm just like, "Wow, you about to end up like Big Soldier from the Hood. You got to get it together." It could have been. It could have went left. It could have went left real quick. <laughs> you know. And I was just like, "Let me just keep on pushing." But just looking at social media and just being able to just to witness so much. Like one of my favorite night, you know, we were talking about it offline is Lizzo's. Like mm-hmm. if you go back to Lizzo's first picture on Instagram, you can watch the growth yeah. happen. Yeah. Like the video, the pictures are grainy. You know, you don't see, you know, you actually see a complete different transformation too. Like, like, like how Lizzo dressed, how she carried herself then and then now. Yeah. And it's just so much. And you can even see the confidence. Yeah. Like I, I love going to celebrity pages and just going all the way to the down, like all the way to the bottom. Like Uzi Vert, little Uzi Vert. Yep. He, you go all the way down, and you just like, whoa, that's who he was before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I, I love social media for that because it allows you to see the history. It allows you to be able to, you know, we're being document, we're documenting our progress. Yep. Yep. And that, and that's 
the one of the main things I love is showing the journey. It's showing that it's possible to go from a level one to a 10, right? And regardless of what level that you're on, that you're inspiring somebody. Like whether you're in a level one, doesn't matter because you're inspiring those people who are in level zero and who hasn't even started and who are just thinking about starting. You started. And so now it's your job to just showcase what you're doing, to, to let your talent, your experience, your skills show out. And as you grow, we're going to see that. And so then you're going to attract people who are in level ones because now you're a level two. And then you're going to have people who are, who are level two because you're a level three. So now you have zero, one, two. That's how your audience truly grows is as you grow. It's not you already having a, a level 10. Like all you need is a level 10 mindset. You don't necessarily need to be a level 10. You need to just already be in the thought process of I'm going to impact these many people and I'm going to want this, that, and the third. Like it's all about vision. You're running in your brand full of confusion and going left and right because you don't know where you're going. So you have to really think about the big vision for your brand. Then it's going to go with, what am I going to do about it now? What is the strategy? What is the goals? What is the steps? You're running around trying to figure out the steps where you don't even know where you're going. So. Oh my God. Dang, this was a good episode. This is good. <laughs> So, but like you just gotta take a step back and just be like, "This is this is a real good episode right here." Like, like I don't even know if I want to release this one because this I might need to get this one for me. I don't know. I don't know about y'all. Like, I, I love y'all, but this one's for me. <laughs> but but just like that, another extraordinary thought left this ordinary mind. I hope you enjoyed this episode half as much as I enjoyed making it. Nikki, is there anything that you just want to just tell them one last key, one last gem before you go? I think the only thing I would want to say is understand that social media is your platform and that you need to embody it how you want to be in this world. Like, what do you want people to know about you and allow social media just be a platform to you do that, not necessarily for you to transform into social media, but for social media to transform into what you need it to be. I'm, I, I'm gonna let y'all know right now. I'm gonna take that part out because hey, we can't be dropping that many gems now. I'm, I'm <laughs> that, that's too big of a gem, okay? That, that that's the DLC right there. Y'all gonna have to pay for that gem right there, okay? I'm gonna put my patrol page up and y'all can go ahead and just hey. deal with it. But but where can they find you? At? Uh, social media platforms, but I'm super super active on on Instagram at this is Nikki's. N-I-C-K-Y with an S. This is Nikki's. Um, and as well, when you go on there, you can text me. I got a lovely text community that I'm hitting up every single day answering all their questions. So, yeah, just find me there. Absolutely. Absolutely. You heard it first. Stay hungry. Stay motivated. I'm out. <laughs>